Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the In and After Show. It's me, Lindsay Loveridge, Executive Editor of Anime News Network. And with me this week is Jackie, as always, our video producer on screen talent. James is out this week because he's on vacation. He's fine. He's just having a good time without us. So Aww. we miss you, James. I hope we you're living you. it up. Yeah. So this week, um, we've got some news stories we're going to go over, and then we're going to talk about that really amazing episode of Attack on Titan that aired this week. Uh, before we get to that, I'd like to remind everyone to please subscribe to this channel. We're on YouTube at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. So you're going to want to hit that notification bell and subscribe so you don't miss us when we go live each week. Um, we're also on Twitter Spaces, Facebook, and you can catch clips of us over on Instagram and TikTok as well. So make sure to, to get us on all those channels, share us with your friends, and make sure that you're here if you want the latest in anime news and Attack on Titan. So before we get to our Attack on Titan stuff, the news this week, we've got three stories that I wanted to talk about. One is a new anime that Netflix just announced. Um, we've also got some stuff about the Toei hacks. And then how JJK is doing in the box office. So first, we're, we're going to talk about this new Tekken series. Netflix just announced it. They haven't announced uh, when it's coming to their service. So yeah, they're calling it anime, but they haven't actually stated that this is uh, animated in Japan or not. It only has an English dub at this point. So it doesn't look like it has a Japanese dub. At least it hasn't been announced yet. But it's 3D CG, and I'm interested in what people think of how it looks. It was funny because you were like, oh, I don't think it's that bad. And then I was like immediately like, oh, my God, I'm not happy. Right. <laughs> um, but I did say in your defense that I did think it looks better. I just for some reason, whenever as soon as I see CG pop up, I just like get like terrible flashbacks to like, what was it? The Berserk. What arc was it? But you know yeah, what I'm talking Berserk about. Was, was pretty bad, too. So bad. Yeah. And I think I don't... this is definitely several steps up from some of the worst that I've seen, but there is definitely a range, right? Like a lot yeah. of people hold up Beastars as like top tier for CG. And then you th think of stuff like X-Arm or Berserk or... But this is the thing that I was saying with Beastars, it's kind of like a slice of life with a little bit of action. So I think that that's why the CG never really bothered me. But here I get a little bit nervous because there's a lot of action here, as yeah. you can see. I 100% I agree with you, though. It looks a lot better than uh, what I'm thinking, like Baki and like some of the other ones that they got on there that I was just like, oh, this is like not hitting right. Yeah, it's not stylized for sure. And I don't want to write it off. I'm just saying that like the CG animation got me a little nervous, but I was like you, like this definitely hits in the, the nostalgia feels. Like my brother and I used to go to Red Robin with my parents, like on the weekends, it was like one of our like special family things. Yeah. And like, that was definitely some of our early exposure to arcade games. You know, like I remember we would go there and they had Tekken and yeah. Ian and I would just be like, while we were in the waiting, waiting to get a table, like we would always play. And I don't know about you, but I always feel like video games is kind of why I fell in love with anime as well. Like it was yeah. kind of like the gate, gateway, gateway. I was going to say like gateway drug, but then I felt like that was inappropriate. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like yeah. it was like what led to us being like really into anime. So it's like I do kind of just seeing Tekken like got me really excited. Like I was like, oh, yeah. like the nostalgia feels. Did you have you know? a favorite character that you always played? 
Man, I don't even really remember them. I remember the things I don't remember. It was so long ago. I I girls, because I know I always picked a female player, right? I was a female fighter whenever I played. I definitely remembered the the main guy and then the dad who I thought was the villain, but it yeah. looked like he could be maybe the villain or maybe they. I'm pretty sure he's the villain. Stuff. Like yeah. we've got someone in the chat who's saying that, like Tekken lore is crazy, and I only remember parts of it. And I I feel like there's there's a demon involved. I don't remember like what the backstory is behind the leopard. Yeah, guy. I just remember like, there was like a fire scene. Like there was some guy there was like fire. I don't I, remember. I think he gets like full wings or something at some yeah. point. Yeah. But yeah, I remember there's a leopard guy, like he's a, a buff man with just like a leopard head, you know, that's kind of like thing in Tekken. Tekken, iconic characters. I do, you know, it. there was a time when I absolutely adored these games. So like, I love Dead or Alive right. too, you know what I mean? And I, it's just like seeing them like just makes me so happy. I'm like, oh my gosh. Tekken and, and Resident Evil What was like the other one? Soul Calibur? Like, yes. oh my god. That's the one I, with like the dominatrix chicken stuff in it. That was yeah. the least year Oh my god, what was, was the name of the... Cr- Voldo, Voldo. He's the Voldo. creepy guy okay. who like backbends and he he's the BDSM guy. Oh, he's like got okay. a shaved head and he's like all in like collars and and then he okay. bends over backwards. He does like the yoga pose where oh, you're, okay. you're you're like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, but, and his, he, I think he's got like long Creepy. nails or something. He is literally probably one of the creepiest. Um, <laughs> it, like he's probably one of the creepiest fighting game characters of all time. Like I, yeah. I don't think any many people would disagree with me on that, but yeah. yeah. yeah, but yeah. I remember about Soul Calibur. So I think that's where he went for short skirts. Like if you wanted. Lady fighters in skimpy outfits. You played Soul Calibur. Tekken That's like was... all of them. All of them well, are like that. But it was exceptional. <laughs> but you know what I remembered about Tekken though was what? that when Ian and I played it, they were it was so blocky back then, right? So they were right. basically so pixelated and, and blocks. And I'm looking at like these photos now and i'm like oh my gosh the, the dad or the grandpa with the crazy the grandpa bald... was always yeah he's definitely yeah definitely remembered sure. him i mean the yeah. hair yeah yeah that like, like he has to be craziest sideburns yeah ever. he's got to be yeah. one of the most iconic characters from that from that franchise just because of his he's balding yeah and it's like that's already not great like let's not draw a lot of attention to the fact that you're balding but then this guy's like no i'm gonna just stick hair gel and make it stick out to here and yeah, potentially I'm... use my hair as a weapon yeah. <laughs> as a weapon just like as yeah. a, a threatening display like some birds do you know like that's, yeah that's what he's got going on there i i feel like i'm not gonna write it off and like i'm kind of on board because like nostalgia but i'm also not like oh my god i want to see this you know yeah yeah. If they told me they're redoing Berserk, um, that arc that has the terrible CG, I'd probably get really excited. We're always kind of waiting for more Berserk anime and hoping and being disappointed. Nothing it's, like beats, a mon- it's like a monkey paw situation. Yeah, you know? Nothing beats the early 90s. That That is yeah. literally probably one of my, that's in my top five for sure. I don't even want to get it started. I used to yeah. be a part of this forum and I would be the only person to defend Griffith and everybody gets so pissed off me whenever I say that. So let's just not even start. <laughs> Next topic. The next topic is, um, unfortunately, Toei was hacked. The animation studio Toei was hacked earlier this month. And this has led to widespread, not cancellations, but delays in multiple series and projects, including the Dragon Ball Super Superhero film, which was supposed to be coming out. That was actually scheduled to open on April 22nd, and they've had to push it back. I'm not sure when that's going to come out now, but it was going to have a a North American release this summer. 
So I don't know if it'll affect the North American release. It might get pushed to fall, maybe, depending on how, how far out, how much damage this hack actually did. Toei hasn't shared the details of exactly what happened during the hack, but it seems that they lost a substantial amount of work. Also, several series are going to have reruns for the rest of the month and into next month. And that includes One Piece, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Dai, Delicious Party Precure, and Digimon Ghost Game. All popular series. Precure is, you know, huge within the Magical Girl community. One Piece, Swano Arc has been, Grant has been given those great reviews. So that's been pretty popular. And, you know, Digimon is nothing to, to scoff at either. But I don't know when new episodes of those are going to resume at this point because everything's delayed into early April. So, so that's just sad. I yeah, mean, I can't think of a time something like this has happened before, like to this extent, you know? Yeah, I mean, we live in a time, I think, where stuff like this is more common. Um, and it's yeah. just like sad because I just think it's a movie everyone's super excited for. So nobody really wants it to be delayed. I mean, in my opinion, Dragon Ball movies are like some of the most epic to see in theaters. Like Broly was like absolutely, I think I saw it like twice. I think I drove an hour in LA traffic to see it in IMAX because they were only yeah. releasing an IMAX for a short period in Irvine. Like there's no yeah. reason for me in Los Angeles <laughs> to be going down to Irvine. And that was like how dedicated I was to see it in I IMAX. Max version, you know? Yeah. Um, so I mean I'm sad. I'm definitely sad about it. What can we do though? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so sad. we might have more news on that soon, I hope, at least with some updates about the movie. But yeah, right now that's sort of the state of things. Uh speaking of movies though, one movie is doing really well in theaters, and that's Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. If you were here Ooh. last week, we talked about that film extensively and why you should go see it, because it's it's a great time. It is currently number two in the U.S. box office underneath the Batman. Um, it just opened on Friday. There were some previews early for that, but it's earned 8.68 million in over, and it's playing in over 2,000 theaters in the U.S. So it's had, that's a that's a wide opening, isn't it? I mean, I knew that movie was going to kill it. Like everyone's excited for it, so I'm not yeah. shocked by this at all. Yeah. Not even remotely shocked. Yeah. Like, um, I'm actually, I'm waiting to see if it's going to, like, do as well as Demon Slayer. That's um, a good point. Yeah. yeah. It's it's approaching uh, pretty close to how much Demon Slayer made in the U.S. at this point. So it could overcome it, maybe, if it gets yeah, a little extra to see. I just don't. Right under there. I don't know if Demon Slayer is at the level that, or I don't know if JJK is at the level that Demon Slayer is yet with yeah. popularity. Like, I think a lot of people like JJK who have seen it, but I just think that Demon Slayer is kind of like a big, a huge title. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I'm just wondering, like, have enough people had exposure to JJK for it to surpass Demon Slayer? If yeah. not, like, you know, we'll see. I, I do think JJK is going to be one of the most popular shonen. Yeah, like, I think like given really its second did. season, it'll, yeah. it'll have room for, for more growth with its audience for sure. Um, it's amazing writing. I've never seen it like a shonen so... I mean, there's a lot of shonen that, that do a really good job of combining comedy and really heavy moments. But I think with JJK, just it's so horrific. It has like the Tokyo ghoul horror. Yeah. And then somehow can be like as funny and out like landish as like One Piece or um, Dragon Ball. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's as dark as Tokyo too. ghoul. 
yeah, it marries two things really well. Yeah, but I don't know how they do it. Yeah, because it is a very delicate balance that it pulls off. Totally. And they like will do it like literally in scenes that are pretty much adjacent. And then I'm like, how did it like, I don't know, but they do a great job. You don't feel that whiplash for some reason. Like I've had, I've watched other shows where they try to do that. You know, go back and forth between emotional extremes. Attack on Titan with yeah. the Connie brushing the mom's teeth. Like I was like, I'm not mentally laughing Great. right now. I'm yeah. not in a state to be like cool with that right now. Like yeah. I was like, you, you all have been putting us through the ringer. Like I, I can't. No. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Yeah. So good for it. I hope it, you know, continues to find success and anime movies continue to do well in theaters. It just means that we'll get more openings and it'll be easier for people to see them. So you won't have to drive all the way to Irvine or something like that. To... No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it for the news this week. Let's talk about this episode of Attack on Titan, because if you ask me, this was a huge payoff for some of the weaker episodes we've had this season. Like this episode was awesome. Just like amazing across the board. I have zero complaints. It was about really this episode. good. It was really good. Just like stellar animation the whole time. Yeah. Jackie, what did you... What, what did you think? Like, um, I mean, I'm still just stoked to see like Annie and Reiner in Titan form, like literally just in action again. Like, I don't know Annie why. Annie was kicking people out of the sky. She I love, just, like, I love seeing jump. Annie in action. I just miss her so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, without a doubt, Mikasa was the star of the show. I mean, she was oh, trending well. on Twitter. Fun note, because I was talking to one of my friends about this, but apparently, like. Her going ham wasn't in the manga. So, like, oh, this really? was something really fun for people who read the manga and people who obviously are fans of the anime. So, because my friend reads the manga and was like, yeah, that, like, whole Mikasa, like, kicking ass. Like, it, wa- it wasn't to the extent that it was right. in the anime. So, they really gave her a lot of time to shine. I think what was really interesting, I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead here, but we've really been on Mikasa's ass. And by we, yeah. I mean mainly me for being, like, very, not taking a stand. Like, she's been very much, like, Switzerland and neutral ground. And I'm like, dude, like, you hold a lot of responsibility here because, like, Aaron is, like, I mean, without a doubt, like, her best friend. I would say, like, she and Armin kind of, and and Aaron have, like, a little bit of, like, a triangle friendship. But without a doubt, Mikasa and Aaron have, like, a really close friendship. Don't show me that. This is going to make me cry. (laughs) This is a good (laughs) That's, like, one of the most iconic. Yeah, I mean, Annie and Mikasa, like, probably the two... I mean, there's a lot of great female characters in this anime, but like, I think they're both kind of like flagship, you know, main faces of this, of this anime and like seeing this moment where they're finally coming together after they're just being like this weird rivalry, I guess, without, yeah, you know, with, with yeah. I don't know if there's a better word. Animosity, maybe. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and now what I was, I said, it was maybe jumping the gun too early was like the last scene previewing the next episode or like it was very close to the end i don't know if it was the preview for the last episode or close to the end but like it was a little epilogue i think when they're on the was it yeah and annie is like looks at mccoss and she's like are you gonna kill him or not like she's finally like she's like are you gonna fucking kill him excuse my french but she like she really puts mccoss on the spot there you know and oh god i am jumping ahead already because i'm talking about how theo and keith are dead we're gonna get i'm sorry okay all right like they were doing these close-ups on like Annie and Mikasa's eyes while they were talking. Now I'm a guilty shipper. So like while they were talking, like their faces are really close together and it was a really emotional moment. But initially when it happened, my first thought was like, now kiss. Cause I thought they were gonna, I don't, I I didn't think they were gonna. We're all there for that. I mean, who wouldn't be there for that? Ditch Aaron and go live happily together. (laughs) I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. So didn't, 
Roman kind of a crush on Annie. I think everyone had a yeah, crush on Annie. Crush I think Bertolt kind of had a crush on Annie too. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody like, yeah. how do you not like Annie? Annie yeah. pretty much can just Annie. Annie can do whatever she wants. Annie right. is just Annie. But yeah, I mean, this was definitely a really fun episode to watch. I think last episode, but the one before this one, it had. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, it was just there was so a lot of drama. tension. Yeah. This one was, yes, this one was less tension and just more action, but like the action was really, really, dude, Reiner and Annie, Annie loses her head I know. and she's like, she's literally like, I can't see anything. And then Reiner's like, I, I can't move. And his face is like literally like, Falling all apart. I can think about is like, this is a terrible comparison. Do you remember people <laughs> were like, you know, don't do this on meth and stuff like that. And oh yeah, that. like the egg. Yeah, and I, I don't, no, no, not the oh. egg. They were like, they talked about a guy who like cut his whole face off because he was like on meth and it was just oh. like a chunk. And that yeah. was all I could think of when I was looking at Reiner's face as I was like, like, whoa, it was, that was bad. Oh, yeah. I, I don't but know if you have that image. I was like, that was like, I was like, whoa, I'm shocked that they're showing that because it was just like, he didn't even have eyes or yeah. or teeth anymore. It was just yeah. like, you know. He was basically using his face as a shield for those explosions. And so he's like just absorbing intense. them with his face. Yeah, because they're they're trying to keep the non-Titan members of their team safe while they make a run for the boat. But as you saw in the other picture, like three or four of them are, are wounded. So, you know, they're basically carrying each other there and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, Theo said something really interesting, like Titans are flush mechas. And in this episode, they showcase that well. I think that we've seen Titans you know, get beat up very badly before. But I think it was like, this episode was undoubtedly like, they were like gory. Like they were like in pieces. They were like, they were literally meat shields. Yeah. And you know that they're going to be fine and live through it. Unless like, you know, something really, they get cut out or, you know, an explosion or something. I was worried about that for Annie for a while. Cause after they took her head off, like she's basically like a chicken. Like you ever, Oh my God. Like you hear about those chickens who get their heads cut off, but then they keep living because yeah. like the brain stems still there. That's what yeah. that reminded me of. And so it's yeah. like, she's still in the nape of the neck, but she can't see anything because her yeah. eyes are disconnected. Like the nerves are, Oh God. It was, they, I forgot who said what, but Reiner was like, I can't move. And I think she was, or maybe she said she couldn't move. And, and Reiner was like, I can't see, but it was both of them just being like, we're like completely like, I've never been in this bad of a situation. Yeah. It was you know Annie I mean? who couldn't see. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was just like, oh, this ain't good, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was, I, I mean, for me, without a doubt, I think the best, man, there were so many good parts. I mean, yeah. Connie coming out, slashing everybody, being a little demon that I've always wanted him to see. Mikasa really, I think you even messaged me about it. You were like, okay, Mikasa like taking no prisoners and finally like there's no hesitation. Like she's just yeah. like, she's gone into monster mode, right? Which yeah. we need at this point. Annie and Reiner in Titan form. I can never get enough of that. And then definitely Theo and Keith and yeah. Flock missing and falling into the dark water alone and hopefully his odm gear made him like sink to the bottom that's I all i'm hoping so, man. Yeah, he ain't wanna... dead. we all know he ain't yeah. but yeah i want to uh i've got a video clip of mikasa's big moment and i wanted to share it with you guys because it is just amazing again there won't be sound because 
stream yard but this was really gory too watching her uh slash these guys up yeah but like the, the movement in this is so good from like an animation perspective oh but my yeah, god the gore is really intense like it's breathtaking this yeah. this was literally without a doubt one of the best action episodes of yeah. attack on titan and if not like anime period this, this is amazing him this is insane this is nuts she just stabbed through two guys and the one in front of him is decapitated Yep. And then she sets off their own explosive gear so that she can get, you know, the cool walk away from explosion moment. And, and a rain of blood. And a rain of blood. It's just like, tell me. I mean, she like, looks at you like, yeah, there is. You got to do something. Yeah. That has, to, that has to be like in one of the top greatest like fight scenes. Like that, yeah. that was really, really, really fun to watch. Yeah. And that's just like a fraction of it. Like she, she had like a lot of shiny moments. I thought Connie did too. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen Connie like go ape shit. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I've seen him, like, kind of in action, but that was, like, I, I was, like, okay, like, that was really cool. Honestly, one part with Mikasa that kind of gutted me was, like, there was some girl who was, like, oh, my God, you know, and then she just killed her without a hesitation. I was, like, Shit. Wait, that was Jean that killed her, though. Oh, was it Jean? Okay, yeah. yeah was, she, like, she's oh, because she got shot from behind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Through, yeah. It's kind of interesting because the last episode, they were all, like, hesitant, and, like, you could tell that they were all stressing, and then it's kind of, interesting because it's like i think that they are trained warriors you know what mm -hmm. i mean but they're still human right so like the last episode was like that humanity you know being like okay do you really want to do this and like these are your friends and then it was like this episode was like everybody just went full warrior mode it was like the humanity yeah. and then was like completely turned off yeah, which it's kinda... like it's war you know so and they opened they kind of opened with that like they they opened showing the the thing with connie again right and like how intense that was for him. But then I think it's Hanji who comes out, either hears the gunshots or something and says, well, so much for that. And then at that point, everything just went to shit. Like they just had to start killing everyone. I want to talk about Falco's transformation this episode. Though, oh, that was, so I didn't know that when they are adapted or when they, you know, take on a new uh, Titan that the form kind of changes. Because I thought he would look just like um, Porco's. Is it Porco, right? right? Yeah, yeah, Porco I, was the last. I thought it would be. One. I thought it would look just like Porco. So I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, it's got a beak, and it was definitely, I think, more had a more of a human form than than Porco's. Porco's is like really frog like. I yeah, I felt like. yeah. He was this like kind of scrunched. I just, I think I was just like shocked that they had some differences. Like I, I thought it might be the carbon copy. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, okay, like you know. So that's kind of interesting. This scene, I thought. Was also really good. This is the uh, other clip I wanted to show, and it's you know after he manages to get his Titan form going, and it was difficult for him to, at first, right? Like they didn't want him to transform. They knew that there would be issues if he did. He's like stabbing a small piece of metal into his hand to try and get it to go, and it's not working. And then once it finally takes, man, it's just like. I think that he made the right decision, though, because it was like yeah. at this point, like they needed some sort of distraction, even if he wasn't super helpful. Like it was yeah. like they needed it, you know, so yeah. it was good that he did it. I mean, Falco's best boy. Of course, he he made the right decision. That scene and I just felt was like really cool with the movement because we've got Hanji like on the ODM gear coming after Flock. We've got Falco basically like yelling in his face. And then we've got Peek coming in there and she like tries to just like chomp him. And like yeah. you see like her tongue stick out a little bit as she's yeah. trying to get him and he still manages to dodge it. And that's basically the beginning of the end for Flock though because Bro is like, well, I'm going to blow up the boat then. But I, I did want to say uh Gabby never misses. 
Has that girl ever no, missed shot? No, that was amazing. Yeah. She needed that moment, though. People hate her so much. And I think that I hope people hate Flock more than Gabby. You know what I mean? So it right. was. I think it was good that she uh, she had a moment to really like kind of like put him down. Yeah. It's and kind I'm of funny. Just sinks to the bottom of the sea. That's, Me too. That's why I said yeah. I was like, I hope his ODM gear like can't come off and he just dies slowly. Just, That's I, so bad to say out loud. <laughs> Yeah, drowning is horrible but um oh ishan said he's gabby gang that's yeah Lindsay and i both don't really have a problem with her we're both just like dude this girl's gone through a lot and she's like a child you know what i mean but i know a lot of people like really really hate her so yeah i felt like also though with flock like it could go either way like while i hope that he is sunk to the bottom of the ocean i also feel like he could use his odm gear and be like Kitchen ride on the back. He's not dead. Home. There is no effing way. There's no way. No, when Flock dies, he's going to be like going up in flames or like getting ripped apart or like shredded by something. I don't. I, I feel like the they they're not going to have him just sink to the bottom. And no one shows what happens to him. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I'll I'll be actually really surprised if that's his ending. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, that I'd be I'd be like, wow, they didn't like that because like I feel like they really want him to be like he's the like sub more boss. Yeah, he's exactly. He's like the sub boss and he's like more despicable than Aaron. You know what I mean? Because it's like Aaron, we have like the history with. With Flock, we just remember him being a scared little boy who was super annoying. You know what's interesting about Flock? And this, I mean, like I could be really going off here, but I think like a lot of times you see people who are weak minded and like really fearful. They attach themselves to ideologies really hard because it gives them a sense of identity and meaning. Oh, go off, Jackie. Yeah, no, and and that is that is flock. Like it's literally like he was just so scared, and like he was one of the most fearful characters we we've seen. You know, like he was like constantly like externally showing his fear when he had to go into battle and then suddenly he has gained all this strength because like he just gained his identity by following Aaron like so to a point where it's like he doesn't need to think for himself in any way and he can just like go so headstrong into it and it makes it makes him feel strong you know yeah he thought he was gonna be a hero if he at least managed to like stop their boat too that's what he said so that's why narratively like, I could see them extending his life further just so he gets, like, a, a bigger end. But in some ways, it's also kind of fitting for, like, a small-minded, ideological creep guy like that to just kind of go out like a little bitch. Yeah. To, like, not get his big, fantastic yeah. ending to, like, get shot in midair and then just drown. Yeah. That'd so, be kind of great, too, actually. Yeah, right. it's kind of satisfying in its own way. So If they know. do, though, the next episode, they have to show him at the bottom of the the, the water, and he'll be like, love, 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 love. Yeah, yeah, then, then I'll be fine with it. But they can't just end with him falling into dark water. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like if I was the writer of this, I would want him to die a really, like, painful, awful death, because I they just think that's what everybody wants. I think they feel like if he drowns slowly, it's kind of, like, not good enough. I also think he's just so bad that he's yeah. like going to find, like you said, he's going to find some way to like shoot onto the ship and just be like dragged across the <laughs> ocean and barnacles getting scraped against <laughs> him and a shark will eat his leg. I don't even know what, but he'll yeah. like somehow be by Aaron's side. Cause he's just so, so wild. Like you know? cockroach. So, yeah, he is. He's, I think James called him the cockroach, right? Like he <laughs> yeah. is like, yeah, I think James last uh, episode, he was like, he's yeah. like the cockroach. Like he just like won't go. So yeah. yeah. Well, I think we should talk a little bit about uh, Shadis and uh, Magath at the end there. Cause that was, mm-hmm. that wasn't, that was 
kind of beautiful in how sad it was. I felt Amazing. like, you really, know, really they, heavy. they get into that, that second boat and there's already crew on there. Cause they're planning to, to pursue Annie and Armin and everyone. And uh, they've hold themselves up in, I think a munitions hold or something. It's probably like it's full of gunpowder and everything. And they've locked the door and they're having this heart to heart. There's a porthole the whole time in the door. And I was kind of like watching back and forth. And I thought that was animated really well. Cause you see them talking about themselves and reassuring one another that, you know, that their lives had meaning and that the future is still has hope in it. And even though Magath has made bad choices, he fought on the wrong side. You know, he's had a big turning point and you can see in the porthole, someone on the crew notices that they're in there and they're like, Oh shit. Hey, no, they're like, hey, get out hey, of here. That was doing? so funny. That was like yeah. kind of like funny actually. Yeah. 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 He's just pouring gunpowder out and setting stuff up and then they, they just, blow up the whole thing i was sad that like shadis we ha- we've known shadis for the entire show you know like yeah, he's like mid-season one right like, yeah for I mean, sure. he, he was it the may- one who trained them when they if were not dead. earlier than that yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. there, it was a really nice juxtaposition because we see they mirror each other, right? Like mm-hmm. one one was obviously training these children in Marley to mm-hmm. kill like the demons, right? Of parody, right? right? And yeah. then Shadis was tra- doing the exact same thing, like training like his young folk to take down the Titans. And they both had to teach these children to be warriors like they had to teach yeah. these children to be like hard and take on a role that they never wanted them to and mm-hmm. i think like they both like were speaking to that and that's why it was just so emotional because it's like they've had they've both had really hard lives individually but then they had to make other people's lives really hard and put a big burden on all of those kids too yeah. but out of love you know what i mean like which was yeah. like really twisted and demented but it, i just think it was really it was nice because they literally did not know each other, but they knew each other so well. Right. And it was like, they knew each other. Maybe like I, okay, let's hypothetically say like maybe 30 minutes or something, you know, like, but they knew each other like so well. And the moment when they were like, what's your name? What's your name? Like everybody was shook. Like, don't tell me like you were like, that was the name exchange was like, I know you like we're one in the same, you know? Oh, and then Gabby. She's like crying and like I, I forgot who was holding her back. And I was just like, dude. Uh. Right. Because she probably spent a lot of time with Magath as a, as a warrior candidate. Because he oh, was 100%. Like a warrior candidate. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. her and Falco spent a lot of time with him. Peak probably did too. I'm sure. Peak was holding back Gabby, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, Peak did too. She was kind of taking on the older sister role in that situation. Annie's breakdown was about Shadis though mainly, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was yeah. just like, she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you know, that's I, or, kind of like a the bit culmination of, of what yeah. got her to have that heart to heart with Mikasa. She's like, I don't want to fight any of you guys anymore. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't have my dad anymore. We finally got like a speed for the Titans. Like that. I by the way, the speed. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, like I didn't horse. know it was yeah. that fast because they were yeah. like there because Marlene Liberia will be like destroyed. Yeah, it's been like a day, right? If even yeah. like I I'm I'm just I'm I'm very shook by the timeline. Like yeah. I, I was like, oh wow, like yeah, they need so, to go. So Annie's like trying to come to terms with the fact that her dad's gone. And we we've known for a while that her dad was already dead there anyway, because he got shot at that gate confrontation with the guards, because you know, they had the the psychic sort of vision, and so they all came up to the guards and they're like, yo, someone's on her way to kill all of us. And the guard who wasn't Eldian 
you know, didn't have the vision. He's like, whatever, this is a riot, you know, and he ended up getting shot. So he was already dead, but Annie didn't know that. She's undoubtedly sad about her father dying in the right. rumbling. That's obviously. She knows she's lost her I think I think it was Shadis dying too. I well, mean, sure. like. She had, a, you know, a relationship, as much relationship. She probably had Shadis. a relationship with Maggot too, right? So I'm like. I mean, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, yes. I feel like, I don't know. I thought Annie was just like straight up just like i'm fucking done like at at that point she's like been turned into a meat shield and they just had to kill a i mean i guess for annie annie would have known those people who they were all killing too you know like i I don't know i thought it had a a combination of a breaking point she kind of had both sides there uh i don't know if annie shadis is the one who blew up the train as he came in that was like his his big intro again things were moving really quickly so it's a little hard to like know if everyone acknowledged everyone at various points since we've got you know they're trying to get the engineers onto the boat and then you know they're killing a bunch of people and then a train freaking explodes and then annie's head falls off and she couldn't see wait they said they said no one knew about shadis that might be i i thought that they would have seen him but i guess maybe they saw the train explode it was like visible well, maybe they didn't know there. it was Shadis who did it. Oh, yeah. Maybe they made Which... it onto the boat before before finding out that Shadis did it. And then, that's right. And then Magath was holding the position. He stayed behind. He's like, I'm yeah. staying behind. And he's holding the position. And then Shadis made his way down and talked to him. And that's when they both got onto the boat. So, yeah. I don't think the rest of the crew on the boat maybe knew that Shadis was the one who blew up the train. Or that low-key makes me even more sad. They're going to find out way he's... later. Or not. Like, they're just going to never know how he died. And he they say we're going to go down as heroes. Remember? Yeah. Said, like, they'll remember us in history as heroes. So I felt yeah. like they had to know Shadis was on there. I don't know. That's kind of semantics. Yeah. I mean, either way, Shadis is a badass. But I don't know. I Maybe they yeah. didn't know he was on there. I don't know. I felt a little bit sad for him, too. I mean, because when they're talking in there, Maggoth is like, this is your last chance to, like, hit the water. You can get out of here. And Shadow's like, no, I've been kind of looking for an opportunity to, to get out for a while. Yeah, like he's I kind know, of that been, was you know, sad. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Like, I was like, part of me was sad that he didn't, he didn't leave. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. like, why aren't you going? Like, you why you know like we yeah. love you and you're an amazing trainer and you're like we love you you know but then yeah. i think like you said when he said that it was just kind of like he was done which is like super depressing honestly it, you just saying that just made me so sad i was just like you have to think like everything that he's watched happen throughout his entire life you know and i i, I would think that after a while i don't know you just get tired we kind of we saw it happen with reiner earlier when he's like quite a few episodes ago three or four episodes ago he started getting kind of just depressed with the whole thing and he wasn't re- regenerating as quickly and they've shown that when that happens to someone who's a titan like basically when they give up the will to live that's when they'll stop regenerating and they can be killed so you know there's been we need to talk about when reiner just completely shut down when marley was under attack more than ever before and i was like time to wake up i mean true true for everyone but that boy needs therapy. <laughs> I mean, Reiner, definitely. Yeah. Reiner is one of my favorites. I Yeah. And I honestly seen him and Annie in action. It's, it's seen him and Annie in action really made my love for Annie go up again. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe Annie is my favorite again. But I, I do really like them. So, yeah. Yeah. They're both just and then, like. Oh, Sean said this. Who wants to live under the Jaegerist? If he swam out and survived, they know he blew up the train. Mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean and it's like agreed like what what is what's gonna happen i mean we don't even know what's gonna happen so i guess maybe he just was like nah this is it dude like i'm yeah. good on it 
Yeah. He definitely was like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm not trying to do a dramatic escape here. Like he was like, I'm good yeah. on it. So. Yeah. This is my big moment of resistance. We're going to blow up this goddamn boat and maybe the kids will make it yeah. and that's good enough. But I'm I guess like, so now we got to think about like what's next. So, and we haven't read the manga guys, but it looked like in the preview to next episode that we're getting like a flashback and we're finally going to maybe see why the hell Aaron is how he is right now. Maybe finally, is that what we're doing? I don't know if we're ever going to get it. Well, we'll probably see something, but it's like, I don't know how Aaron has gone like this. Aaron is still a mystery to me because I feel like every time I feel like I have a read on like how he is and I start getting mad at him, then something happens. Then I'm like, oh, maybe not that bad. And then I'm like, no, I hate him again. So I'm just like kind of like, I'm just not going to say anything about Aaron until we figure out what is fully happening there. Yeah. I mean, right now he seems pretty despicable. I think like the the big thing is like, I don't know how I want it to go out. Like, I'm just like, do I want Mikasa and him to have a face off? Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's going to I mean, ultimately, maybe it's going to be a giant face off against Aaron. You know what I mean? Everybody trying to take him down, which will be I mean, Aaron's really, really powerful. But it's like, you know, I'm thinking of Captain Planet, like with our powers combined, you know, like this is a lot. They have a lot of strength right now. I mean, yeah. So they have Mikasa, who Mikasa who's probably one of the, like, easily one of the best fighters, like, period, in the world, right? Yeah. Um, Levi, who we don't really know what his physical status, status is. is. Yeah. Yeah. They have Reiner, Annie, Titan-wise. Armin, Titan-wise, right? Colossal Titan. They got Falco and Cart Titan, Titan-wise. Yeah. They have Jean, who's a really good marksman and leader. Connie, yeah. who's a really good fighter as well. Gabby's young, but solid fighter, you know? And then Hanji kind of like leading everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they have Yelena and Anya Capone, who I don't really know if they're going to really be doing anything. Yeah. Young Capone helped like get the boat started. Like he's, yeah. he's been they're not going to be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. They've also got the leader of the Azuma Bito with them, mm-hmm. who she, you know, isn't a fighter, but strategically she knows a lot about She's the smart. outside world that yeah. they don't because they've you know been sequestered into parodies for so long so yeah for that and they've got their you know their mechanics but yeah otherwise i don't think they've got like a big weapon stockpile or anything like that they've just got you know their odm gear and their wits and i just am like i'm wondering like how how it's going to go down so i mean at this point they're they're trying to get to a ship right that's well, they're on, on a ship and they've got the flying ship that they're towing behind them but they're heading for a mainland port sort of place where they should have time to, because it's going to take 12 hours to get it in the air. So they, yeah. they basically decided, like, they're like, we can't do that. We can't hold out 12 hours here among yeah. flocks people. So they're heading there instead where they should be able to get it up and running. And then from there, try to head to where Aaron is, which they still don't know, but they no, are assuming that Yelena yeah. knows. And she's like keeping her mouth shut until i don't know that's 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 the reason they still have her and she's still alive is because she might have or she supposedly has intelligence on where aaron is going Uh, i've got a couple of quick announcements as far as like what's going on with the podcast this friday 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern jackie myself and mother's basement co-host owner jeff few are going to be hosting the trailer watch party i put together the list of videos there are 46 trailers this season so if you haven't been to one of those before they're a lot of fun we watch every single trailer for the upcoming season and then we talk about which ones you know look the best that we're most excited about it's usually a good time we just kind of like 
go through them all. It's a great way to get yourself acquainted with all the new shows that are going to air. So that is on, on Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. We also will be starting preview guide on April 1st, my birthday. Yay. Yay. On my birthday, I get to launch preview guide. <laughs> but that's also a great way after you watch the trailer party, you can head there. We've got five critics. They watch every single show that's available for legal streaming and give us their their takes on what is worth your time, what isn't, if you're still up in the air and you know not sure what to add to your queue. It'll be somewhat streamlined now that all of the shows are on Crunchyroll or High Dive. So a couple are on Netflix, but I don't know that Netflix is doing any simulcasting this season. So hmm. those are the only two subscriptions you need to watch all the anime for spring season. So we're going to be there for a while because apparently there's like 45 shows or something. So Yes, 46. A total of 46 Just trailers. add on one. Why not? Yeah. yeah. 45 wasn't that bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm super excited about that. I can't believe we only have one episode left. It's definitely going to be yeah. a movie. They're going to see Aaron, and then it's going to end, and they're going to be like, you got to go see the movie. And I'm going to be like, you're you're kidding me right now. <laughs> but I mean, I mean yeah, there's no way they're going to get to Aaron next next episode. They are already were showing, like, flashback stuff. So now I'm wondering, yeah. like, they'll probably do, like, some flashback from Aaron's perspective or something, and then they'll get to where they fix the airboat. And that's yeah. probably going to, and then, you know, they'll sail off in the airboat and they'll be like, see you next season. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. For sure. Man, it's been fun though. It's yeah. Super fun. It's definitely, yeah. I'm waiting to get my attack on Titan tattoo because it's got to end legendary and not yeah. awful. But again, everyone says it's so divisive. So I wonder what camp I'm going to fall into. Yeah. I really have no idea. I hope we at least get something meaty next episode then if it's the last one because, and James should be back. I'm guys. scared. We'll see what it ends up like. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I hope it's just not like terribly disappointing and not that much happens. And then we're going to be like, how dare you? But I feel like that's kind of what's going to happen. So then it's going to be a lot of like prep. Yeah, yeah like, I think so too. All right, everybody. I think that's it for this week's after show. Thank you guys all for tuning in. It's a great episode of Attack on Titan. Make sure that you are, we won't be here next week, but we will be the week after that. And then I suppose the week after that, I might, if we're still doing preview guide, there might be another break then. Okay, so we will see you in two weeks. Thanks Bye, everybody. For, bye, everybody. And tune bye. in next time. Bye. bye. And then. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.